Recording in progress. Yeah, we're live. I get turned on. Yeah, we're I going. get turned on by the robot voice. It just said recording in progress. I'm yeah. like, oh, hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Hi. I, yeah, dun, I used to dun, say it pissed dun, me dun, off, dun, but it was just dun, misguided dun, sexual attraction. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. What well, the now, fuck? Now when you, oh, when you boot up fuck? any... Um, when you put up any Xbox game, it has the accessibility stuff on by default. So it, it starts screaming at you, the menu, until you race to turn it off. How, Frank, how do you feel about the uh, the TikTok voice? The TikTok female? I love it. I fucking... Hello. Welcome to the podcast. .cops. I love it. I'm in. POV, you are on a podcast. Yeah. She oh, has, my God. She has her own uh, uh, TikTok channel now where it's just her talking and she talks in that voice and it's very weird. Wait, the real... Like, the real lady, the voice yeah, actress the, behind the it. The real I lady, I know, yeah. Wow. Oh, what's her name? Oh, I gotta find it. I gotta. Uh, find I don't. Right now. I don't remember. I. All good. I don't good. follow her or anything, but every once in a while, like she pops up and then she just talks like that, and I'm like, oh, that's her. Fuck, dude. Her name is Cat Callahan. Holy shit. Okay, this has already proved to be valuable. I'm so happy I learned. This I is like awesome. This of, is a fucking amazing. That sounds kind of wow. familiar. I don't know. Cat Callahan. Yeah. Cat Callahan. Voice of Cat. Cat Callahan. Whoa, Grant. That's fucking impressive. We do this all the time. We just do the Smash Bros. voice. We'll be playing Smash Bros. And we'll just be uh, making up ridiculous, uh, ridiculous characters. Uh, Yes. Peter Griffin is a a classic (laughs) one. (laughs) The voice is perfect. Now, oh my God. I'm following this Kit Kat. TikTok Cat. Girl, she has a cat voice too. of cat. Only seven hundred thousand followers. I feel gotta like it boost be more. That's bullshit, man. Him. After all she's done for the platform, right. right? That's it. We're all using her voice. Oh my god! I should have more followers. She voice will live cat. on forever. Anyway, I'm going to introduce the show now. Welcome to Thought Cops, coming to you live from the mean streets of Neo Chicago. I am Officer Kevin. I'm Officer Grant. How's it going, Grant? It doesn't matter. Awesome. I love it. Thanks for that wonderful energy, Grant. Thank you for being so easy to deal with every single week. Frank, I try to tell you it doesn't matter each time. Just blow past it. I don't. Nobody cares how I'm doing. People That's, love formalities, Grant. It's part I of, hate them. Well, formalities other people, are the bane of my existence. Grant, maybe this upsets you to hear but Listen, other people, this is my character other people want to know how you're doing when they hear me say how's it going grant they are sitting on pins and needles do, waiting do, for do an answer they, they, they're like oh who's on the show this week that is a good question and i have an answer we have frank howley tonight how's it going frank i want to know how's it going with grant i still gotta get you can't you can't how's grant doing neutral yeah. i'm the okay, same all that. the time it's I like just that. A, I like it's yeah. just constantly gray Hey, Grant, I can't you wanna... believe how beautiful Grant's voice is. Grant has such a good voice. I'm all in. Thank you. Grant, you want to know something that bothers me? <laughs> By all means. Go ahead. I, go I off, always go ask off you, King. I always ask you how you're doing, and you never say, and how are you? Is that all you want? If, if I ask that, will you stop asking me how I'm doing? I mean, it would be a nice practice. This is, this is like a very... Um, I, I hate to make this comparison because uh, you make this comparison. It's shooting yourself in the foot. It's shooting yourself in the head. Um, but uh, this is like the most Seinfeldian aspect of the show is at the beginning. Uh, how are you? I don't I don't know if I want to ask him how I'm doing. What does it matter how I'm doing? Yeah, it's very late. Well, how are you doing? Oh, that's just what we, I go we just stop get and in ask a room. How you doing? Well, okay. So, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. It's like if freaking Abbott and Costello had a podcast. I swear to God. Yeah. 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 Abbott and Seinfeld. Well, Frank, <laughs> we are happy to have you here tonight. How are you? I will ask you. Maybe you'll yeah, give me how more are you robust. Doing? Yeah. We want, no, we I, want I, that I, information. I'm, I'm very good. I've been reflecting like I had I hit this point like a week ago, but I feel like my mental health is finally the best it's been since before COVID. I've also. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, it, it like it took a lot, obviously, to get get here. Do you think like, you're better you know, than us? Last, <laughs> no, uh, Grant, I don't have a better voice. No, no, I'm just saying it's possible. I was uh, no, I, I uh, the last like hurdle was I like I shifted some career focused stuff. I'm starting to like leave one job. I'm now making going to the gym like the first thing I do in the morning. And like, I don't know, I, I feel like just shifting different things. And now I feel really good. My also, I guess, weight is the lowest it's been since before COVID. So it's like, I feel like I'm not returning to center, but finding a new center that is like, I don't know that, that I, I'm, I feel really good. So truly. So that's why, yeah, even when you guys reached out, I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. I mean, honestly, no, no better time, but Hell yeah. uh, I, nice. I feel good. And, and there's a lot of days where it's hard to be like, I'm okay. You know, like, but now I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really good. I feel my, I'm feeling myself. I'm falling. It's, I'm in love with myself again. Yeah. It can be hard sometimes to admit when you're good. Like sometimes I'm like, if somebody, and maybe, yeah. maybe this yeah, is why, this is why so I difficult. don't, I don't want people to know, like, Here's the thing. If things are bad, I'm fucking I'm happy because then I can complain. I get pity. Sure. Pity's fantastic. Um, but when things are good, it's like I'm uncomfortable. I don't want people know. I don't want people seeing me smile. You know, we, it's weird. It's uncomfortable. I don't like I'm, it. I'm starting to acclimate to feeling OK. But my thing is when everything is good, I get this James Cameron thing where it's like, OK, the apocalypse is coming. What, what it, oh, like, yeah. Mark Barron expresses it, too. But it's like what's the fucking trick? I don't, what the sky's going to fall. Like I was, cause I've had that a lot where things are going very well. And then COVID starts. I remember fe- like February, yep, yep. February, mm-hmm. February, 2020. I was in this, I, maybe I just feel, always feel good in February, February, 2020. I was in the shower and I had a shower thought. That's like, man, I'm really comfortable. I'm ready for like a big life shift. And then next, like a month or two after that thought COVID happened. It was like, Oh no, no monkey yeah. paw. So yeah, I, I kind of fucked myself there. So, so this again, is like, all I, this is all your fault, Frank. Basically, it's true. It's true. But you know, I regret nothing. Um, twenty twenty, no, uh, February twenty twenty three. I feel really good. So will I fuck up my taxes? Maybe that's something. That's like the number. Yeah, one well, thing that is that, that's great, man. That's great to hear. Yeah, I I saw you posting on Twitter. Yeah, because you were saying like you felt as if your uh, your weight was like fluctuating throughout the pandemic. Yeah, because I I've had the same issue too. Like as I feel like again like twenty twenty. The beginning of 2020 for me, I was probably in the best shape of my whole life. And yes. then it, 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 since then, I've kind of like yo-yoed back and forth. And I'm like more strict about um, or trying to be more strict about like keeping to, you know, a regular exercise regimen, keeping to like eating right, things like that. And it's like I feel also better mentally when I have like I'm all I feel like I just feel better when I have like some it's like something else to focus on. Also, like it keeps your mind busy, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I totally feel you. Yeah, Grant, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah, I also, uh, first thing in the morning, I go to the gym. Um, but I'm not happy because that's where I work and I have to wake up at five. So another uh, thing for me to complain about. Don't how difficult eat, Grant is. Don't shit where you eat. Are you guys don't both shit in Chicago? Where you eat. Don't eat where yes, you yes, shit we are. either. I really want to go to Chicago at some point in my life. Who knows? Maybe even this year. Yeah. So now, now if I go to it's Chicago, now, now I have homies there. I'm fucking all in. We, I really, I really Frank, we'll have you back on the show in person. Sure. It'll be a sure. great, great time. The only reason I'm not in because like we, if we have like someone local, we'll do like an in person recording. But yeah, if it's yeah. like this, it's like I'm not gonna go out there. It's snowing. It's cold. It yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah. That's sucks the one thing. Yeah, it's snowing and it's raining. Wait Ew. until Ew. 
Yeah, wait a couple months yeah. if you decide to, Frank, because right yes. now it's like, eh, when's, you know. When's, does it, is, does it get fucked up and hot? Like, New York kind of sucks in the summer because it's so humid and gross. How, what's like the peak time to go to Chicago or peak times to avoid? Obviously winter. What, what, I don't know. I avoid? Like for me, when's I would good? say like, I would say like May. Yeah? Yeah, May, June. Before it gets like sweltery, it gets sweltery yes. in Chicago. Nasty. Okay. July, yeah. August, not good. I mean, it's fine. I'm, I'm fine yeah, with yeah. it, but. Some or people, or I would not. say October. Like I feel like the, like a fall in Chicago is like really mm, amazing. I like yeah. it, nice and crisp. You know, yeah. I uh, know, Frank. I want to talk to you because you are a, you are a busy man. You uh, are streaming over at Big Dogs Gaming with a former guest of the show, Brian Abu Chakra. How's that going? It's great. Uh, I, I I we stream. I stream four times a week. Brian also does his own stream too with uh, KLBR. Yeah, yeah. So so collectively, there's only one day where there's not a big dog stream, and that's Saturdays. But uh, but uh, no, it's it's crazy. Like uh, we got banned on Twitch a month ago because I showed hentai and dildos um, uh, for an hour, and uh, I was it panicked me. But then we came back and we had more subscribers than ever. So the 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 game is true. If you get banned on Twitch, it's actually a good thing. And also, I got to take like a th- I got to take three days off, which is kind of cool. But uh, okay, uh, no, it, just yeah. Note for this, uh, Zwick, when you're editing this later on, if you could just put like a hentai and dildo filter over the entire episode. <laughs> Don't tell Zwick to do that because he, he will do it. Also, thank absolutely... you. Thank He'll you very much Zwick, the... for listening and editing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for dealing all you with do. my peaks. Sure, yeah. 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 Uh, because he'll just go into like the folder that's on his desktop and he'll just drag from that. that he's got those already uh, ready at at the ready he's got them yeah he's he's got a uh he's got like a a, a shortcut for those a keyboard shortcut <laughs> but yeah for the, for those of you listening uh if you want to know a little bit about big dogs gaming frank take it away tell us what it's all about yeah no it's it's our i don't know what the fuck you'd call it it's just it's just it's just how it's just our twitch community our twitch network like brian and i we obviously i got our i got my start through twitch streaming because of mega 64 they had hired me to do like a video game stream and i kind of yeah, got mm-hmm. very i got addicted to it i was like oh fuck this rules so then Brian and I were like, well, let's just do more of this. So I, we started a channel uh, and then I started in Brian's apartment back when I was living down in San Diego and it started out like once a week and then twice a week. And then the pandemic hit and I lost a, a teaching contract it's because everything was shifted. And I was like, well, fuck, I have more free time than ever. Yeah. Let me uh, let's do this more often. And then people supported us. So uh, oh, yeah. it kind of never stopped. But I feel like I'm at the peak now where I'm like, because there's also there's like a dangerous slide with like any any kind of job where it's like you're your own boss so it's like how i could do this every day or whatever but i i landed on doing four days a week and i think that's again it's taken four years to land on something i feel good with but like it's a good balance mm-hmm. between being very accessible and always online but also like having days to, to take care of other jobs and mental health so four days a week is pretty good but then i like that because we've empowered so many of our own friends to stream and we're always like rating each other that like the spirit is always there um For but no sure. it's just I would classify myself classify myself as a variety streamer because like through a single Twitch stream, maybe it'd be six hours. Like we'll we'll maybe probably play through like three or four video games, spend an hour going through YouTube videos, anime videos. Now we go through TikToks, TikTok lives. We're dancing, we're doing freestyle, we're playing guitar. Like it's it's like I don't know, the the idea, the core idea of it is just it's hanging out with friends, but being extremely sincere, but also having fun. And like I don't know, it's hard to pin it down, but it's just this is it's just it's just how I have fun and I like. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be really hard to fit that in because like, yeah, same for us when the pandemic hit, we were streaming on our channel a lot more. There's I know currently right now, yeah, our editor's wick has been streaming on the Thought Cops Twitch quite a bit recently. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of taking the reins for thanks, us. But it's like, yeah, thanks. 
Thanks. Yeah, Thanks for keeping the channel warm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, it, can be, it can be hard to like balance all that stuff, man. Like, cause you said like you have a lot of, you gotta, you got a lot of coals in the fire basically. Right. Yes. Yeah. No, that, that's part of that James Cameron anxiety is like, you never know like when you're going to be like laid off or what like job economies are going to shift. So it's like, currently I have essentially like three jobs. One is like the Twitch gig. One is through no clip. Mm-hmm. And then the other is, uh, for seven, eight years I've worked as like a, um, I guess I would just call it like media arts education. I, I, I help run this uh, program that does uh, uh, high school documentary filmmaking and the class is in San Diego. So now that I moved out, moved away from San Diego, it's like, oh, I'm ready to like retire from that. So like, where do you, where do you live now? Now, now I'm back in Orange County. So which I, which I, you know, born and raised. So even then San Diego was only like an hour away, but like I'm done with commuting. Yeah. I just can't do that shit anymore. But um, so sure. now, it, so now it's like three jobs, but it's like, I'm trying to cut out the teaching thing. That way I can just focus mm. on Twitch and no clip and just like solely be a, I don't know, like video game journalist is one way, but there's also like, I don't know, on, not personality, but broadcaster, game journalist, gamer, Influencer. whatever the fuck I am. Yeah. And like even influence is a weird word because it's like, I kind of oh, detest, a terrible word. I detest marketing, even though I love it. Like, so like, I, I like, I'm not interested in, cha- I mean, again, if, I will, if we always say on air, if the, if big tobacco wants to sponsor us, let's fuck it. Uh, please. Uh, yes. I, I, I have no scruples. I'm all Hit in my line. But, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, what the fuck? That's easy money, I feel like. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah. No, I feel I, like I just, I'd take yeah. it, but I would also sort of be, like, like winking in Morse code of, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, actually don't, sort of, you know? Sure, but. sure, sure. I feel like people, I don't know, pe- like, people like what they like, and I feel like no one is going to be swayed by someone being like, hey, guys, try this. It's like, if it's cool, people will do it. But, hey, maybe we make smoking cool again. I, You know, fuck it. Hey. Strike one up and tell me how it feels. I don't know, because I was never into that, uh, the the Harry Potter books. But now that yes. I learned that they're not woke, uh, I'm yeah, what the hell? playing they're, that they're game all the hell. time. I, yeah, I'm so, so I, easily influenced by people. I spent the last 30 years calling them fucking nerd shit. Yeah. Pussy ass books. Yeah, but now that now it's I like anti woke. Yeah, now I, we yeah. both like them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so weird. Like, I, with that, like, I grew up liking them and then I outgrew them. But then my first girlfriend was obsessed with them. So like, I feel like I've like gotten pulled, got pulled into the spell twice. And then by the time JK Rowling came out with all their shit, it's like, it's so easy to divorce where it's like, I don't give a shit about this. Who cares? But now like there's a game. It's mm-hmm. like, is the game good? How is it? I don't know. I, I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. I'm wait on my like ethics with it lined up where it's like, I don't want to pay full price for it. I don't necessarily want to buy it. But if I got a used copy, hey, that, I feel like that's a guilt-free way of playing that game. Is but getting a used that's basically copy. like that's what yeah. I hear everybody say. Like, if a copy just happened to fall in my lap and my eyes were closed, I might pop it in my PlayStation. Hey, and here's the thing yeah. too. Uh, I said this last episode, but uh, Target will only prosecute you when you've stolen enough uh, for it to be considered a felony. So if you oh, don't yeah. steal that much, you can get away with stealing that's, just one video game. And what you know, is they'll, they'll let you. You just walk out the door. You go, hey, I'm taking this. Yeah, then, then J.K. Rowling it? doesn't get any blood money. Then my, my friend got Diablo 3 that way. So he just opened up the box, took the CD and the, and the key and, and ran out. So fuck yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, steal I would from never Target. do that, They're but fine. that is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. is considered I, yeah. a felony, actually? Like, is it what? Two games? Uh, you can have one. No, it's like a certain monetary yeah. threshold. Yep. It's like if you, it's like a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not so bad. Yeah, they budget. Yeah. They budget that shit into, you know, they have it. They also have like... Yeah. 
they have state of the art like uh like facial recognition software so every time you walk into a target they know that you're there and if you like what put something hell? in your pocket they know that something is in your pocket and they Love just it. go uh, like they they get a little tracker and they go this this guy right here he's stolen a hundred dollars <laughs> wait until it's he's like, stol- stolen two hundred we're gonna yeah. get him it's like not yakuza uh, cyberpunk leveling up your street cred it's like hell yeah. okay this guy's a bad boy his, his heat's going up he, yeah up you only go tar- after the big bounties you don't go cred. after the yeah you don't go after the fucking low level you're you're you let you wait to see where they go and then you, it's like the wire you're staking them out right exactly. Now, Frank, you mentioned working with Mega64, and I want to bring up uh, Flame War Theater. Yeah. Uh, you were the one helming that, if I'm correct. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. when uh, when I form it, like, I was always, like, hanging out with Mega64 and working with them, and, and it, like, it honestly felt like an internship, and I'm very grateful for everything I learned from there and the connections. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I moved to San Diego, and I was already, like, doing, like, because what happened was I was teaching in San Diego, so I would go down to San Diego, teach this class, and then after, I would text Rocco or whoever and be like, hey, you guys around? I'd come over to the warehouse and then just hang out usually just get burritos but then sometimes they'd be working on videos and i would get to hang out and then sometimes i would get to pitch jokes or, or be in the videos and i was like oh this is kind of cool once they got yeah. their patreon they had more funding coming in and they're like well hey if you want to come over and help us edit this thing we'll start paying you i was like y- yes um and then um once i finally moved to san diego i was like hey i'm, I'm here now do we want to like do this for real what's going on and so they proposed mm-hmm. like okay like we're gonna hire you do this twitch stream and then see if you can come up with like a youtube format so I pitched like three shows. Flame War Theater was the one that like stuck. We made one episode. It was the GameCube sucks one. It worked. And then it was like, cool, let's just do another. And so I got to do like 12 episodes back to back to back to back in like one summer. And like, I was very, very proud of that. So that, that, uh, that yeah, those my, are fucking yeah. awesome, man. I, I, I love those because like as somebody who was like active on internet forums in the early 2000s, it's like instantly recognizable. Yeah. Right. The people, the phrasing, it just like it's like a time machine back to this period of like something we don't often think about, but just like seeing the people arguing about the most inane bullshit, you know, even going back to like there was one from like 1996, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just crazy. So there, what, one thing I learned in the process of doing that is like every Sunday I would spend all night on like Newgrounds or GameFAQs or whatever. And eventually a few, a few people were able to e- email us co- topics in, but like I would just spend hours combing through message boards until I usually if the topic title was funny or like baiting, it was like, okay, this is probably good. Like any game, like anything sucks is like you're, 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 that's easy. Or you could search, you could search terms. Um, but, um, uh, uh, the, uh, oh yeah. Eventually we found out through, I could search on Google groups, which was an archive of every single news group from the nineties. So that became a new level of shit to search for. And like, I will still pull stuff up from Google groups um, cause it's insane seeing message boards from 1994 that are so fucking funny. Um, and like even a month ago, two months ago, I was playing, uh, nights into dreams on Christmas and I, and I was able to find people arguing about nights into dreams versus Nintendo 64 and, and uh, Mario 64 and like people calling Mario 64 dog shit, but saying that like nights into dreams will change gaming forever. And it's like, this is so fucking awesome. And the only reason that kid yeah, has yeah. that point is cause he got Saturn for Christmas, not N64. So it's like. That's how all that console war starts. It's like, it's like well, fuck, exactly, this is my thing. Yeah. I'm going for it. Did y'all ever do one? Um, I can't remember. I've seen, like, Kevin would always just, like, put them on. And I'd be like, we're watching this. And it's it was always great. <laughs> but I can't remember which ones I've seen and which ones I haven't seen. Have you have y'all made one about the uh, the bodybuilding.com? How many days yeah, are there so, in a week? So so that was season two, which I wasn't involved in. But that, that one oh, they okay. did do, which was like, gotcha. yeah, how many days yeah, in yeah. a week? Five, six or seven days. And it was like. 
Yeah, and there, and there was a few like famous threads. One of my all-time favorite yes. threads of all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, a, again, a, a wonderful time capsule. And the way that you guys presented it was just perfect. I think like my favorite was like, uh, it was the Naruto one. I don't remember the exact yeah, thread. Yeah. Nar- it was called name. like Naruto, Naruto Haters. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, like, yeah, because I went on my anime list and then Crunchyroll became old uh, anime message boards that ended up being really useful and funny to look through. And like, I still really want to dive in and find more th- threads because there's just so fucking many like. Like even now I'm getting it like, you know, like a few months ago I was going through One Piece. Now I'm getting into Hamtaro and like any early, any fandom that existed in the 2000s, you're going to find shit on DeviantArt. You're going to find cosplays. You're going to find message boards. You're going to find fan art. You're going to find AMVs. They're like, I love getting into fandoms because there's the media and then there's the fan expression. And that expression is so fucking pure and funny and like. I don't know. It's like you see the world through the lens of a Hamtaro fan or you see the world through the lens of yeah. a Naruto fan. And it's like you're I fucking find that like level of communication and spectrum. So, so, so beautiful and like genuinely endearing. There's I also think like, oh, go ahead, you, Brian, you go. go. Ahead. What I was going to say is stupid. Well, same, but I'll go ahead anyway. OK, then I, I'll I go like, after that. <laughs> Frank, I, I feel like you like you live and breathe these very specific like like you said, like 2000s fandoms. Like I think at one point I saw you posting like a lot of like like uh Slipknot and Death Note gifts oh, yeah. and like a- like aim yes. icons and I'm just like yes. it it like brought me back to such a specific time in my life and I'm like oh my god I feel like this is like unlocking something of like just my away messages my the icons that me and my friends would use to talk to each other and stuff like that oh my god yeah it just I, I think you you tap into such a unique uh unique sensibility and like memory space for a lot of people um but I also well, want to ask well, like yeah oh no go ahead you go ahead. No, I guess I was saying that that just comes from it's like I know what it's like being a teenager. I also like work with teenagers and I think I'm a part of me is always stuck in that headspace of seeing how people express themselves. And it's like, mm-hmm. I love like, yeah, if you like Slipknot, you're going to make your aim message Slipknot. You're going to have a Slipknot t-shirt. You're going to have a Slipknot backpack. You're like you, you become that band becomes your identity. Eventually, as you get older, you have mi- multiple things. That's what that's yeah. what makes people talking to people interesting. But when you're 13, you find like the one thing you identify and you make that your whole brand it's like so fucking funny. And I think even still, it's so cool doing that, but it's even cooler doing it where it's like, well, if I was 13 year old getting into Slipknot, let me see. So on like YouTube, I would search like Slipknot PSP three slip, like custom Slipknot Xbox. Like, like I just try yeah, to, yeah. I just try to like view the world as a 14 year old, but like my version of 14 year old, which would be like 2003, 2004, 2005, like yeah, yeah early mm-hmm. Xbox live everything. And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of fun just bringing that filter back to, I don't know what, where the fuck we are now in 2023. It doesn't matter. Well, it's it's also interesting because like you know on the show we've talked about like the the 20 year nostalgia cycle, but I see a lot of yes. Zoomers now are like uh, I don't know if they're ironically appreciating it or they're appreciating it like so I, I see a lot of younger people wearing like Slipknot t shirts yeah, and yeah. merchandise now. I'm like, why is this happening? And then it reminds me of when I was in high school because I think we're like around the same age, yeah. where people would be wearing like uh, Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd yep, stuff, and yep, it was like that was yep. before our time. And then yeah. now you have this next generation who's wearing the shit that we were that was new and contemporary back then. And it's like that alone was enough to like make me have like a, a system shock because I'm like, oh, my yes. God, I'm getting old. Well, no, like like with Slipknot, if you think of like a teenager kid discovering Slipknot, like from 1999, like that is genuinely that was genuinely edgy and hard back in 1999. But if you yeah. think about like what are the current bands in their landscape, like Machine Gun Kelly or Thousand Dragons or whatever the fuck they're called. It's like, oh, Slipknot is legitimately fucking cool. But also during pandemic, when everyone was at home, kids and myself included had time to explore all this media and shit like TikTok and Wikipedia and Apple Music and Spotify 
it's easier in YouTube. It's easier than ever to get into something because you have access to everything. Whereas like yeah. 20 years mm-hmm. ago, you'd have to download music videos off of Kazaa. You'd have to find MP3s one at a time. You'd have to go on message boards to find out what are all the fucking songs. Whereas now, like you can, you can become a master of anything by just pulling out your cell phone. Yeah, I, I, me- I remember like, like downloading a... like Slipknot songs like one by one on Kazaa and just yeah. being like, I don't know what the album is, but I would yes. just get the get yep. whatever and I would just like listen to them in whatever order. I would order do I that on LimeWire. Yeah, LimeWire, Kazaa. Uh, I think Napster was a little before when I started using it. Yes. Do you, do you yeah. sort of think though that like with the ease of information, how quickly everything is at your fingertips that uh, it creates uh, more of a surface level appreciation of certain things because you can just tap into everything. But like you were talking about, like you make something your whole personality. And it's like when I was like in high school, I was really into like mindless self-indulgence or I was really yeah. into like, you know, whatever. And it's just like these websites aren't around. So you just have to like go through like old message boards and really like dig for stuff. And it's just like, oh, this is a song that just like, never came out or like is this even the band that's playing this song like what you know uh there's there were so many different things of that and it's like you really had to search for it and nowadays it's just like yeah you can just go down the tiktok wormhole and you know in the evening you're the pro and it's like you didn't you didn't have to work for that nobody wants to work anymore you ever relate to that <laughs> so that's what this, this all boils down to grant yeah it's uh, kids ruined the economy i think preach i think they're i know they're too young uh, to get jobs but uh they yeah they ruined it i mean i think i think like having so much shit access like accessible to you just means i feel like everyone's tastes are more diverse than ever i think people are interested into getting into weirder shit than ever before there's yeah. always going to be the gap between yeah the people who don't want to do the work versus the people actually ripping old slipknot dvds putting those concert footages online but then that that connects it even closer or makes it more like global and then there are like we talked about influencers earlier but like instead of like I don't know, like corporate chills. It's like, I generally believe in like people being tastemakers for people of like, Hey, like, you know, that's why like now I'm much more active in tweeting about the comic book industry because like comics are so fucking crazy and still edgy. And I feel like people don't know that. So that's why I'm like, Oh, let me tweet about this fucking BDSM comic that's out there that no one is reading, but everyone should be reading. Like, so I think like I'm, if I'm doing the work of fucking reading every single comic coming out every week, I, I, I will find the gold, share it. And then that makes people finding it even easier. And I've, that's why message boards back in the day, it's like having older brothers or sisters. Like my brother listened to Beastie yeah. Boys as a kid. My brother was the one who got Mortal Kombat 2 for Super Nintendo. So it's like, I feel like that is still there in this present generation with TikTok and things like that. So it's like, I just think it means kids are curious and kids, if they do want to get deep on something, they will. So maybe, I think it also means it's easier to sample shit without like, there's no monetary investment. So it's like, oh, I'm going to try this hat on. Do I like this? Like, let me listen to this music for a day. This isn't my thing. But if it sticks, I think like you don't have to question it. You will naturally start consuming more of it. So I think it just means, yeah, kids are, yeah, like, that's totally true. Yeah. Like I just did a, uh, a summer class, you know, the seeing and, and every kid now is into a 24 films and to, and like that's leading them to the trail of like Paul Thomas Anderson or Tarantino or whatever. And like that was always in vogue when I was in high school, but it's like, they're already at that level and aren't afraid to like to dive deeper. Um, and so, yeah, it's no, kind no, of I, intimidating I think, in yeah. a weird way. Yeah. You know, it's like they uh, have, they have so much more access to things than we did. And they're like, they're evolving at a rapid rate. Horrifying. Yeah. No, kid, no, that that's why like then that's why there's like that's the degree where it's still nice working with like younger people. It's like they're so fucking mm-hmm. sharp. Like kids in high school now are like already like what my college level was. It's like they're so fucking smart and like children I don't know, really are the future. Preach true when it's you think true. about it. 
Yeah, and, and that's why my, like, so many people's instinct, I mean, honestly, my first instinct to TikTok was like, ew, what the fuck is this? Now I love it. Now I'm like, oh, I get it. This is fucking awesome. Like, right. TikTok I'm still now trying is what to, YouTube was 15 years ago. I'm still trying to red pill Kevin on TikTok, but he, like, opens it, and he hasn't curated a feed yet, so he just gets, that's like... That's what it is. You, you like, have to yeah. dig it, or, like, oh, you have to engage with the content you like on TikTok. Otherwise, like, mute accounts you don't like. Like, I would, there would be accounts or people or trends that just gross me out. So I would block the account and now I don't see it. So it's like, now my yeah. TikTok algorithm is super like, it's fucking like, it's a lot of like th- weird third world country stuff. Like, 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 it's a lot of weird shit now, but it's because I, I banned like fucking Hollywood Zoomer kids running around malls asking, like, hey, I don't know. It's, so I just blocked yeah, see, that's oh, that's the kind of stuff I see. Videos, it sucks ass. Yeah. That's like, what's hey, being shown here's $10. To me. $10, double it or give it to the next person. Hey, I'll buy you anything in this mall. Is this cap or slap? Ban, ban, ban. Hey, what's your body count? Ban, ban. Now I get uh, a Russian guy doing, uh, now I get a Russian guy doing uh, Fist of the North Star kicks on his cushion. Like just, you get the weirder, you get the weirdest shit, but just keep going with it. So, and then like following Chinese, Chinese like factory her, accidents. Yes. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, like that that's what wrong. you want to yeah, see. That's, you that's, can find yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. Grant, I think yeah. I'm starting to understand. Yeah. See, I get um, Slipknot. WWE and anime in my feed all the time. Like it's like, yes, you you have to trust the algorithms. That does sound pretty tight. You have to trust the robots. Um, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that there's. I think that it's also refreshing. Um, because we we sort of talked about. Uh, this came up when Sean from Mega sixty four was on. Uh, last time, and he gave his key to the city to uh skateboarder kids. Uh, because he would like bring his daughter skating. And like, he's like, these kids are like the nicest kids and they would like help her and show her like tricks and stuff like that. And like, I think the both of us sort of related to skateboarding a couple decades prior where it was just like everyone's an asshole and everyone's like bullying everybody. And it's just like this machoistic sort of whatever. And it really does seem like everyone now it's like there is this sense of like, because there is this diversity of like just content and wormholes and things that people can identify with and like things that they can be interested in and stuff like that there doesn't seem to be as much of like in group out group sort of thing so Mm -hmm. it's like there's no the cool kids in the same sort of way that there was where you can just sort of like stereotype people based on like oh the the football jock or whatever versus the, the whatever it's it's much more like varied and diverse and i think as a as a result that hopefully people are like nicer and more accepting and less shitty about like oh you like this you're fucking weird you're the outcast i know that that like still happens i i just get the overall general sense that like we can't keep that up for forever when there's so much information out there for people to like grapple with constantly you know I mean, I think that that's true, but it's also like a detriment because like obviously everything you're explaining is good. But the fact that we're constantly have so much in our face all the time, it's almost overwhelming. You know, I don't disagree. I, th- I think that there's an evolution that needs to happen. We that need we need bigger brains so we can take it. We need bigger brains and probably another eyeball. I do I, think. They, yeah, I do. And maybe they already do. But I do think there needs to be like I mean, I feel like conversations always happen, but like. I do think uh, mental health and media literacy. I mean, that I mean, like maybe that's already being taught, but I feel like those things really need to be explicitly taught in classes, like even social media management. Like, I mean, actually, South Park just put up an episode as as of this recording last night, which was about satiring like kids having brands for themselves at such a young age, and (laughs) like 
but that, but that's extremely true. It's like, yeah, like right. kids today, like in the classes I teach with all of their kids are everyone's so obsessed with like their Instagram feeds and like the feed is so important. And it's like, God, this shit doesn't matter. Like, but they're all, but again, part of being a teenager is trying on different identities. And when their identity right, evolves, right. they delete their old Instagram and move on. But like, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, but like, um, in terms of like mental health, it's like, yeah, that's why I prioritize like going to the gym or, or letting myself get lost in my shower thoughts or going for hikes, like putting the phone down and like, I love TikTok, but I can only check it like once every three days because it is so overstimulating. But like, I feel like the stuff that was really important, you'll remember the next day and the shit that doesn't matter, you just forget about. And so that's why like, yeah, I, I also just don't ever get worked up about shit. Like, like, I don't know, like, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just like focusing on the stuff I like. And I feel like that attitude is now in vogue. Like there, you know, there's this movement of just like neo sincerity where it's like, I like what I like. And if you, <laughs> you're shitting on that, like you're the loser. You're not a loser for liking something. You're a loser for hating something. And that's something I feel like yeah, kids yeah. totally embrace that now. You're right about that. I, I just love the term neo sincerity. I know we haven't done a word of the word of the week in a while, but that is this week's that's word it. of the week neo sincerity yeah. and grant how perfect since we're here in neo chicago it's b- both are new yeah that, that is what that, what word that means. means that yep. is mm-hmm. exactly what that means but uh frank i also want to ask you um so you mentioned you're working with no clip video like if yes. you want to like tell us a little bit about that because i've looked into it a little bit but I don't, I don't know a lot about it yeah so so no clip is um it's founded by danny o'dwyer who is associated with giant bomb but it's it's video game documentaries and no, it, it, I feel very lucky to be involved with it. Uh, right now, there's a team of four people, me, Daniel Dwyer, Jeremy Jane, and Jesse Garasha. And yeah, we have a few YouTube channels. The main one is we do these big video game documentaries where we go to studios, we interview the developers, and it's like the people behind games, who makes the video games, but also breaking down like technical aspects, storytelling aspects, creative aspects, how, like, where are the challenges, like, just how to make a giant-ass video game, and we're able to cover so many different fucking games from indies to AAA studios to even like weirder like community pro- like aspects like i was able last month or last year able to do a documentary on pax west and now i will be able to do one on pax east coming up so we have a secondary channel that's mm-hmm. called no clip crew which honestly kind of just feels like a neo giant bomb like danny like 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 danny is experimenting with it and just upload it we're doing like let's plays now video essays like travel logs whatever so it's just I don't know. It's just it's just like our version of video game coverage, and then uh, we also do a, a podcast, no clip podcast, where we talk about the projects we're working on and then games we're playing. Um, so yeah, it's just it's video game documentaries. My job with it is like I help manage the social media. I'm, I do the let's plays and and the podcast stuff. But my primary thing is I am an in game cinematographer, so I am the gameplay director. So right now, let's say a documentary that we have announced is Vampire Survivors. So my job was literally like, okay, play Vampire Survivors for like 12 hours, record all the gameplay, but also like play the game in such specific ways. So say if a developer is talking about a specific weapon, I need to do a run where I just use that weapon and show every version of that weapon. Or like, it's it's almost like playing games with like achievement lists. Like, oh, we have a shot list. We need you to follow this character during this scene to see how their animation is so we can discuss it. For or sure. in the case, like we did a documentary on the Demon Souls remake. So I had to go side by side, play the PS5 version of Demon Souls different variety and then also play the ps3 version that way when in our documentary when the um when the studio is talking about like you know remastering the game we have side-by-side shot comparisons uh and, and things like that but it's like i don't know it, it just it kind of feels like an evolution of like what i've always wanted to do which is like talk about video games in a way that isn't condescending that doesn't like speak down to the audience it's just like it's very legitimately informative it's cool uh it's also like before no clip like there was always like the video game industry works in shadows because development time is so fucking long and there's ndas and stuff you don't like 
leaks will affect marketing cycles and the marketing cycles can also damage launch windows if games get delayed. Like it's the video game industry is so like messy and secretive, but it's kind of cool with Noclip and now other other teams are doing it. But like, oh, we're actually able to work, discuss, talk to people who are working on the games. It's not the marketing team. It's not like the head on stage of E3. It's like the people who are actually making the games and uh, it's also like insightful if people want to work for these studios, if people want to go to art school to become a, a 3D modeler or whatever the hell. And uh, yeah, yeah totally. it's uh, it it's really, really cool. So it's, so even like with Twitch or no clip, it's like my job literally is like, I get to play video games. I get to be earnest about them. I get to like help promote stuff I like. And it's like, again, there's that James Cameron apocalypse thing where it's like, okay, am I going to wake up? Am I going to die? I mean, I will die, but like, what, like, so I just try to be very Maybe. humble, very you might grateful. Not, you might not. I know. I know. Well, again, that's why I'm all in on AI TikTok girl. Like I am, I'm, I'm, I'm like the first one to get like cyber implants. I'm like max rank on my COVID booster. Like inject me with whatever I want. You know, I'm all in. I'm all in. Do you, do you feel like uh, the recording the game footage and doing, going through the whole process, does that like take the fun out of it for you a little bit? Like, cause that's something I've I, always been interested in, but I'm like the, the one thing that deters me the most is like having to get all the footage and be like, Oh man, yes. that's a lot of work. No, I, I am never able to play. I am like very rarely able to afford time to play a game just for fun. I like that. I said this today to somebody where it's like, it's like selling your soul to the devil where it's like, I've monetized my hobby of video games. So if I'm playing a video game, it either has to be live on Twitch or recorded for no clip. And when I'm at the end of the day, like I'll play multiplayer stuff with friends, but like, it's like, I am just not compelled to play a video game in my free time. So that's why I exercise see movies or um or uh, or read comics like even teaching film fucking killed like 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 film or filmmaking for me and now that i'm like we're stepping away a bit i'm having joy in editing and making tiktoks again but like yeah it's but again it's like it's such a minor thing to complain about so like no that's again, like even that's, with twitch yeah yeah well that's like something i think about a lot lately is like just you know I, so long i'm like working towards like oh i would love for this to be my job or that to be my job yeah. and it's just because i love such and such thing but like lately, I've had the thought crossing my mind more of like, when would it stop feeling like a hobby and more like a job? And it's been like this rolling around in my head recently. And it's like interesting to talk to people who are involved in this. Like we had somebody from like, you know, Nintendo Life on the show last week. And I was like thinking oh, the same thing, too. Like, what is it like when, you know, you're sitting down with, um uh you know, a, a, a product? It's, it's a product you have to like talk about, you know, like there's even like another YouTube channel I follow where like she reviews like mangas and like she collects them and like shows all the different versions. And I'm like, Oh, this is kind of an interesting thing. And then I guess she hadn't uploaded for a while and put up a post where she's like, I have to stop for a while because I stopped enjoying manga because all I could do was like, think about this channel, which I like, she's like, which I like doing by the way, but also like, she's constantly thinking of like, how do I turn this into content? And I think that's also like to your point or rather to uh, the geniuses over at South park of like, that is like you know people are constantly thinking of like content 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 and like to some extent endless I get content it. forever some some might call it great film frank check that out but i think that like it does you know i feel bad a little bit for kids in a way because it's like you know we're adults it's like okay we you know we got to think about our livelihoods and stuff like that and what we want to make into a job at the end of the day it's a job but kids are also thinking of like how you know like you said their brand and like what do they want to ha- how do they want to you know talk about certain things obviously maybe not in the same extent that you know you or i or grant might do it but like i I feel like it takes away a a sense of like innocence from childhood in a way you know yeah no i i think the time i enjoyed video games the most i mean i guess i enjoy video games the most now but like when i when i i had like in my 20s i worked as a movie theater manager Mm -hmm. and so like i would be at this job for eight hours but the whole time i'd be like checking my pocket and for twitter or reading message boards on neogaf and like as soon as i get home or i'd have two days off i would 
power through like a God of War game and just be like, okay, this is all I want to do. And it was right. nice to have that yeah. separation. And um, yeah, but again, that's why I like prioritize like mental health. And I think that's why I like having multiple projects or jobs. So it's like, okay, like there's like the no clip brain, there's the Twitch brain, and then there's like the self care brain or like, and it's like, okay, like I can kind of like pull Guys myself out, reset. Uh, yeah. It's, smart. It, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot, but you know, it's, I don't know. It's, it, it, I think there, it's like yeah, positive anxiety, like where it's like pushes me out of bed where it's like, fuck, I got a lot of shit to do. And again, I've, yeah, I've gotten so good at yeah managing time and, and balance because it's such a hard thing to balance. And it's like, I would have not been able to do it at this capacity. The older I get, the better I get at managing it all without worrying about it. Like if I was same, 20 years same. old, I'm freaking out, like how the fuck am I doing any of this? But I don't know. I, I feel like the secret also is not to worry. Like, again, we went through COVID even, even last year, I went through like a lot of shit and mm-hmm. um, I survived. I'm still alive. So I'm like, you know what? Now I feel like I have nothing to lose and I feel pretty happy. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I also feel like one thing I want to say to you about like also turning something into a job. It, it, it's also like, like you said, maybe the time you have for these hobbies and things like as you get older, you have less time for them. And there's a part of me where I'm like, well, if I turn it into a job, then I always get to do that yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, because it's like you get a job, maybe you have a family, this or that. And it's like the time you have, like you mentioned, to like zone out and play God of War is, like you said, a very 20 year old experience. You know, you yeah. have your job at the movie theater, you have your game you want to play at home. But the older you get, the harder it is to like justify that kind of. So if you're like, oh, I'm making money from this or this is like I'm doing something with this. It feels a lot more like, okay, this is good for me. This is good for society somehow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, You playing video games is uh, great for uh, the kids. And now I'm kidding. Um, I've tricked uh, myself into believing it, Grant. I mean, I I think that there's, you know, something to it. But um, I mean, I I think that uh, no, you can you can go ahead. Yeah, I no, I will tangent. say the the thing that makes Twitch worth it is the community aspect of it. Like, I, I, I oh, even like sure. the shit we've been talking about tonight, and I, I love you, Grant and Kevin. This has been like a, this is awesome. Okay. This is really cool. Um, no, going I, I so think far Brian so good, I, Frank. It's great. No, no, Brian and I have that attitude on our Twitch streams where we are combating that cynicism and just like, no, tell us what you like. Oh, you like this? Let's watch a music video. Of this like. Like my friend introduced me to Ice Spice like four months ago, and my instinct was like, "Oh, this is fucking cool!" Like, yes, I'm, and now Ice Spice is fucking everywhere. Well, she was everywhere four months ago, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, like I am so eager to see what the new thing is, and and we we throw ourselves into it unabashedly. Like, this is cool, and I think like we have even trained people. I feel like working at Mega sixty four, they made their brand off of that like sardonic, like something awful irony, which is great. But it's yeah. like I feel like that got really stale of like being immediately dismissive and cynical, and it's like that fucking sucks. I don't want to have that tone anymore. So when we started Big Dogs, it was very, again, Neo Sincerity was like, hey, this is awesome. We're not going to make fun of you. Tell me what you like. And like, I feel like the first people to admit they like something are the coolest fucking people in the world. And it's like, so I love streaming something, but whatever fucking game it is, like I've been obsessed playing Goldeneye and it's like, cool. Then, then like, I don't know, you, you kind of attract the people that have that same mindset, but it's like, I love streaming because I can throw on a game. People can ask us questions. We can throw up links and like. I think with Twitch streaming, the game is like 20% of the show. It's so fucking irrelevant. It's just a vibe. It's hanging out. So it's like, there is a relevant where it's like, oh, playing video games is good for the children. It's fun just having that safe space to like hang out, shoot the shit and be silly. And um, I think it's also an extremely fun escape. And again, there is that boundary, that line to like make sure you're not doing it all the time. Yes. But um, no, I, I, I like it. And again, that's why I feel lucky to like do what I do and, and uh, have any like, uh, like tiny anthill of a platform to like share stuff or connect people I think is, is really special that's yeah. all that like fucking life is anyway you know when people are like uh, we need less influencers and more like 
people working in marketing and it's like why yeah, what, yeah. what is that like, to, like you know that's not to admit like we all have jobs and i think most people uh, I, mean, I don't hate well aside from kevin most of us <laughs> have to work for a living and nobody wants to do it anymore but we still have to um and it is just like uh there's that like book by uh david graber that's like bullshit jobs and it's just like i don't know how many jobs do we actually need to do like probably oh, yeah. not most of them it's probably a very small percentage but we do it because we, you just that's what you have to do um but they're they're also yeah there is that aspect where it's like yeah if you have to do it if you have to work and if you have to create capital so that we uh put the capital through the system and we have a an economic system based upon that um yeah, you might as well do some things that you like more so than things that you don't like preach yeah. for real yeah i also want to say frank speaking of things we like because you know what that's something like you know we, we grant and i have sort of wrestled with on this show is because uh a lot of it is inherently complaining and i think that we like we so we basically we um for five it's and a half try and make it funny yeah we you know we, we have we may have some goofs and laughs along the way but you know five after five and a half years of doing this show we actually started season two so right now we're on season Ooh. two uh, season one again, very long. Uh, Actually, we- shit. Wait, um, this is I think six years of. I'm um, looking at my watch right now because uh, wasn't the first episode like around Super Bowl time? It was, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we just did. We had a Super Bowl, so it's somewhere is six we, anniversary. We but we've been doing this season two for like almost half a year now. I want to say, God, but it's that's just, crazy. It's, I feel like we just, just started. You know, getting more like conversational, just kind of like shooting the shit. Yeah. You know, anything yeah. from the old format we get to, we get to. If we don't, we don't. Last week we talked about fucking Pikmin for like two hours. Didn't even touch Elon Musk. And you know what? I don't care. I do have a fun Elon Musk story. Oh, and and of course get we'll get to, to it. it. We have yeah. to get to it. But I also wanted to ask you, Frank, like, um, because I know I, I DM'd you a little bit about this before the show, but I, I know you put up like a video where you went to an anime con. Oh, which yeah. is like you know, I, I used to do that kind of stuff too. I, I think it was last episode I mentioned I used to do like public access stuff for a little bit for my like my local towns, like public access station where they were like, here's a camera, here's some mics, shoot whatever you want as long as you can bleep out the swear words and we can play it on TV, you know? And I, I wish I used it more than I did, but I, I did like the same thing of like, I, I love going to anime conventions and just sort of like capturing the ambiance of it because that was such a massive part of like my adolescence and my formative years was like going to cons with like all of my best friends getting a hotel room and just being there for three days where shit is happening day and night constantly and just having the best, like it was like something we looked forward to all year. So I I wanted to capture that in those videos of, and this is like, you know, the ones I did are like, you know, eight or nine years old at this point, but just, oh, that means ca- it's even better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you should throw those like, online. what it was yeah. like to be at a convention and like just, you know, kind of like shooting the shit with your friends in the hotel room and then going to the con floor and some costumes are good. Some costumes are also not so good, but that's the experience, you know, and just seeing all the merchandise and the figurines and everything. And I know that seems to be something you've kind of like narrowed in on a little bit because I did see some of your streams. You were also like you said it used to be better or at least at that point it was. But like you were going back and looking at old con photos from like the mid 2000s, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, that that is something I think uh, over the pandemic, we legitimately missed going to conventions. And so there was one night, I don't know what, like, I think I just, oh, I read a book on YouTube and this is a legit great life hack. 
is if you type, if you search any term on YouTube and then type before, is it like semicolon, the two dots, 2010 or whatever. Like, so you can type in like anime expo or or get even weird, like anime Boston before 2009. It it will exclusively show you slideshows um, from, yeah, like anime Boston, 2008, anime Boston, 2006. Like you're able to then like, siphon or like zero in on like a, a, a ancient version of YouTube where no video is in high definition. There is mm-hmm. none of this. Like this is like pre internet's like sense of humor. It's like, there's no irony. It's so sincere. There's no means. Yeah. There's no bullshit. It is like, there's so like we ended up just looking at anime conventions from every single state before the year 2010 and we'll still find new ones, but it's like, you'll see every like 50% of videos use Carmel dancing and it's kids with like yaoi paddles Everyone is cosplaying as like Naruto, Bleach, One Piece. There's like only six anime that exist before 2010. Like, and it's so fucking miraculous. It's also before anime was in Hot Topic. It's before people could order cosplays off AliExpress. So it is like the purest, rawest, like shyest form of expression. And it's so beautiful. All the cameras are blurry. It's like everyone's bare feet. It's so fucking like crusty, but like it is so fun. Again, like these all look like liminal spaces because all these conventions aren't huge. So they're in like a holiday in. Yeah. I love that. And like, it's again, it's so different from nowadays because now it's like a, you know, zoomer TikTok video of like, like yes. rate, rate my demon slayer drip, you know? Yeah. And yeah. No, it's it, kids are very like self-aware and that's cool. There's no shame, but it's like, there's something so special of like seeing anime conventions from like an ancient, it feels like we're on star Trek and it's like, Oh, look at these ancient like aliens, like celebrating the art of anime. And it's like, but it's also nostalgic. Like for when I was in high school and mm-hmm. seeing kids in Naruto headbands do the Naruto run across campus. And it's like, or in front of Trump I, tower. Some might, yeah, yeah, which we, we filmed a little video there. Cause I, I remember like, I remember um, <clears throat> getting into like Naruto around like maybe like 2004, 2005, like before it like really blew up. And I remember when it did blow up, I'm like, I can guarantee the next con I go to it, Everybody's going to have a fucking headband. And lo and behold, it was yeah. like everywhere, you know? Yeah. It reminds me of, um, there's this tweet that I tweeted today to uh, promote my own Twitter. Um, Let's hear it. So the S- Susan uh, Waluigi oh, stepped down as the yeah. uh, CEO um, and was replaced by, I guess this guy, Neil Mohan, I think is the guy's name. He's the new CEO of YouTube. Did I say Google? Did I say anything? I think you said YouTube of YouTube. Um, and, uh, the new boss of YouTube is literally the guy who came up with the idea of NFT integration. He's an all-around crypto metaverse Web3 shill. Um, and I, I had a, a good quote retweet that has, uh, oh, zero likes. Oh, that's good. Um, oh, and I crap. said, if Lotax was still alive, he should have been the CEO of Google. Erroneously, it's YouTube. Uh, that's the type of people we need in charge of the internet, not this fucker. I kind of agree. I also kind of agree. I kind of disagree. But there's part of it where it's just like, this isn't, this isn't, because whatever, you can just go online, you can say anything you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But there's part of me that's just like, this this stuff like disgusts me. This crypto shit, this NFT integration shit. And it's like, this isn't what the internet is about. It was about you Buy a Naruto headband from a strange, uh, you know, Chinese website. You can't even like read the words on it and you get your Sony Handycam and you take a video and you put up a video of your fucking disgusting, crusty feet uh, as, as you're standing in a ball pit in the Did middle of Schomburg. 
Was this you, no, Grant? No, this was Dashcon. I was making fun of. Oh, um, Dashcon. Yeah, there, there is, there is a little more to be said about that. There is something to be said about the internet before, like everyone had a cell phone and everyone was online. Where yeah, the internet inherently was nerdy. It was started by fucking dorks in universities to you know exactly groups, bunch of pens- pencil pushers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, a bunch of hedge fund managers. It sucks. <laughs> I hate so, it. So, but, but, but that's the fun of it, of just like still standing our ground as fucking internet nerds and being disruptive. Our fu- that's why TikTok I love, because TikTok is so chaotic. And it feels like TikTok is like coming full circle to what the internet used to be, which was teenagers on message boards co- being fucking toxic. And I'm all for it. Like, honestly, like, yeah, like, I, I think it's very funny. And so like, People that that's what I like about TikTok is people do not understand it, but kids get it, and it's like, I, so it's like it's it, and that's how the I like when the internet is like that. Again, like internet's a utility; everyone should have access to it. It's great. But there was a beautiful Free drill tweet. There was a beautiful drill tweet yesterday or two nights ago where Drill said, like, it was very like out of character because it was so sincere. It was like, I love how this place. Half of everyone thinks it's open a mic night, and the other half thinks it's a permanent funeral. And yeah. that like cut it right. down straight. It was like, yeah, that's like the ju- like. Half of Twitter is people posting nonsense. And the other half is like, oh my God, there's a fucking oil spill in Ohio, whatever. And that sucks. But it's like, I just want to fucking p- talk about ham taro here. I don't give a I, f- like, but I, I think I, like, that's what I love about the internet. So like going on Twitch and po- playing Slipknot AMVs and looking at anime conventions, it's like, this is my happy space. I'm not here to fucking like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, I think yeah, that's I'm, what I like about the internet. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you, man. At this point. Yeah. Um, I'm not there with you and I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> make my point. Um, I don't know. It's, it's weird because it, it is like, uh, there's all this new shit and it's all sort of bombarding people's ability to sort of like grapple with all of it. Um, and again, I, th- I think it's maybe like a little bit of an evolution, you know, maybe we need like a four, uh, th- a third ear, perhaps, um, a 33rd tooth, um, you know, four eyes instead of, uh, and I'm not talking glasses. I'm talking, uh, you know, four eyeballs. Um, cause it is like, Oh, okay. I was confused. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. For sure. Cause there is, there is an aspect to like when I'm scrolling on TikTok, uh, there is like a lot of educational content out there yeah. too. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot that can be plugged into. And I'm sure that, you know, again, like working with kids and seeing like, what they know and how they interact with things and stuff like that. It's like, I'm learning stuff on TikTok that like I never would have learned in school and stuff like that. And it, it, again, it brings you down weird avenues of like, you know, um, there, there's so many different aspects of like American history and like black American history and like native American history and stuff like that, that it's like, I was never exposed to this Yeah, and you get exposed to it and you go, Oh, like these are maybe the books that I should be reading. These are the things I should be reading. And it it gets you to like a, a point of like more engagement that maybe you wouldn't have reached on your own because you're not like exposed to people in the same way. And when you have this phone in your hand that you're just constantly shuffling through things and it's like, hey, here's a person that like is different than you talking about your, their experiences. Close. It's app. like, God damn it, we're we're over here talking about sincerity, Kevin. I'm yeah, being I know, sincere, but, but we got to have a little bit of lighthearted humor. Okay. Yeah. No, that's what this podcast is. We we uh, sprinkle it all in. No, together that's the magic of the show. I you talk about it. stuff like that, and I'll like I'll 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 put a little Ritz in there for a second, then you continue right. talking. I'll toss a little more Ritz, and then you make your point. Right. So don't let me point, stop you. Don't let me stop you. The point. Well, sometimes I just get caught up in the in the uh, interplay. Is that a word? I believe yeah. so. All right. 
So, you know, and I, I feel like that there's like such like an important utility, but at the same time, it is overwhelming at times. And that's where people go. Uh, well, why would I take this vaccine when I don't really understand science? And this guy sounds smart. So I'm going to listen to him, not this fucking nerd that's talking down to me. That's an epidemiologist that's actually giving me the facts and figures. Shut up, See, loser. I feel, I feel like know, kids should like, want to take needles. Like, just go for it. Yeah. Well, Grant, how, well, steroids. I, I agree yeah. with what you're saying, though, Grant. But there's also the other side of the coin where all the people who get like radicalized on like the alt right pipeline from this kind of stuff, where they would probably never have seen. Well, it. that's that's the thing. That's yeah. the inherent contradiction. Yeah, and it's it's hard to you know it it's it's very much so traveling in two directions faster than like yeah. I didn't think that we would have Nazis and now we got those again. Um, not that they really ever went away, but like we have them and they're like louder than usual. But we also have like you know people that are the opposite of Nazis and they're also out there. And it's like, well, I guess that it's a good thing that we're uh, you know getting the antithesis of that also, but I, I don't know if we're just like barreling towards certain demise, uh, well, as I, James Cameron, uh, you know, aforementioned. I think to Frank's point, though, like it's all about balance, though, you know, like you can you can, you know, go on a deep dive down the Hamtara wiki and you can also spend some time being informed about what's happening in the world around you, you know? But I think that, like, all of one or the other can potentially be detrimental because, like, there's so many That's people That's why who, Thought Cops is the best podcast, because we do it all. We're, we're, we're pretty good, yeah. Yeah, we're great. Uh, uh, speaking, it's, like, it's like Buddha said, um, everything in moderation, including moderation. Well, I actually, you know that. what, to bring up... Uh, I like that. Bring up Thought Cops. I want to bring up an old segment of the show, Two Minutes of Hate, because I actually do have one this episode. Um, I I got Saul Goodman this week. Has this ever happened to you guys? (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) You got owned. I got Saul Goodman and I don't know what that means. You got faced, man. I have no idea. Does that mean you got conned or you got defended? (laughs) Even more obscene. Uh, Did you get the wide picture of him? Is that what you got? Yes. I had a hard drive article come out the other day and it was like rumor grandma's amiibos worth a ton or something like that. And it was a picture of like the precious moments figurines. Yeah. The headline, it's good. The headline like goes bit. up the That's other good. day and I, you know, sometimes I'll like, you know, I'll check at the replies or the quote retweets yeah. to this to see the people who are like, this is the funniest thing I've said all, all I've seen all week. And I'm like, hell yeah, man. And yeah. then I see, I go to the replies and it's nothing but like the Bob Odenkirk headshot from like Breaking Bad where it's like 3D moving around his face. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen this, Frank? It's just like this image of like Bob Odenkirk making this yeah, like yeah. dour expression. And like they three, they made a 3D image of it and the camera's like zooming in and out, but it's a gift yeah. of that. And I'm like looking at the responses and I'm like, it's, it's like nothing but that. And then somebody else posted another gif of like Saul Goodman adjusting his tie. And I'm like, did I do something wrong? Am I missing something here? I, I have no idea. I, f- I think in my head, well, like the last season honest, of Saul Frank, Goodman is they, the last season of Saul Goodman is they conned this old lady out of a fuckload of money. So it's like. Maybe that's just like, oh, I smell a good scheme. I don't know. Yeah, but there's also amongst Gen Z, there's a lot of people that haven't seen Breaking Bad, but think that it's hilarious and they just Mm -hmm. keep posting memes about it. And I think Saul sort of gets wrapped up in that a little where it's just like, we're going to play the theme song over some irrelevant video or something like that. Oh, yeah. And and that's the that's the the whole TikTok thing where every every meme is an offshoot of an offshoot of an offshoot of an offshoot where like. It it's so absurd and but yeah, ultimately like, like it's just it just does it 
I don't know. I feel like you you don't if you don't care about it, it doesn't give you any power. So I would I like that's where I'm just like whatever. Hey, thank you for engaging with the tweet. That's why I like every single reply I get on Twitter. It's like yeah, you engage with me. Thanks thanks for I, I'll give everything a like. So. I, I mean, yeah, like more people, more people are seeing it, but then I, I start to wonder to myself, like, what does it mean? Because I, I know it's sort of like this absurdist nothing humor, but the fact that like so many people were responding with this, like the only thing I, I could think of, well, I had, a, I had a couple theories. I One was like, okay, so there is an episode of in like Better Call Saul season one where he's, uh, you know, he's like um, talking to these elderly women about, you know, like Frank said, kind of yeah. money, but there is like, the, remember the Alpine Shepherd boy? Like she had those like expensive little like ceramic figurines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what this is, but it didn't feel like it was like specific enough a reference. So my other thought was like they think my joke is corny, and they're posting like the Saul faces is supposed to be like this whole like you got the whole squad laughing kind of thing. And I'm like, there is a whole squad of them because everyone's just doing the same image. Right. I'm like, I'm like that smarts. You know, like that's worse than somebody saying this sucks. You know, just this Bob Odenkirk face. Everybody's just posting the same gif of Bob Odenkirk. I take it a compliment. Bob, Bob, hey, Bob Odenkirk's a Chicago native. Bob Odenkirk did sketch writing. Bob Odenkirk wrote for Late Night. You're you're following Bob Odenkirk's steps, so I think that's like a blessing. Like, hey, this kid, this kid's the next Odenkirk. I I take it as a compliment. Also, Bob Odenkirk's memoir. He talks about growing up in Chicago. So yeah, I read it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, close. No, uh, no, I'm a, yeah. I'm a massive fan. I mean, like, I, to, to, be, to be quite honest, like, actually, he is a big reason. Like, I, I majored yep. in the same thing he went to college for like, yep. at, at a, one of the same colleges he went to. I did like yeah. Second City writing afterwards. And I'm just like, oh, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like cool. I'm like, this guy's yeah. got to figure it out. So actually, you know what, Frank? Yeah. You put a positive spin on this. Yeah. These yeah. guys were just validating me. They're just like, we yeah. we yeah. see yeah. you. You're on, you're going to be all going back to the source. Yeah. They're drawing yeah. The distinction. Yeah. You and Grant are going to make the next Mr. Show. Just wait for it. You know, keep doing what you're doing. I don't want to be David Cross. That's fair. I'm going to make my own guy. You know what? I like David. I, don't, I didn't mean to be smart. I'm like, yeah, fuck David. Cross. Yeah, no, no I like hilarious. David Cross, yeah. too. I just don't want to be him. That's fine. You you could be you and I'll be me. Mr. Uh, Mr. TV, we can call it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's clever enough and ironic enough to be a throwback, but it's sort of its own thing, too. I've been thinking about like a little more. I I haven't thought out this thought fully. So, uh Nobody take it too seriously, but I have been uh, considering like, oh, if we were to do more outside content that isn't just thought cops, what would we call it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I do like I, I think both of us are like, tr- you know, branching out to things besides like just this, obviously. Right. It um, only took f- six years, but we're, well, pat- we're patrol, patrol, patrol is associated with cops of just going out in the streets. So, so I see something with patrol. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I like even, cops to, a- even to get away from that, even just to, I, I wouldn't yeah. mind. I wouldn't mind that. Cause it's like, you tell some, Oh, thought cops. I'm like, I think it's not as much of an issue anymore, but like back in the day when there was, we're, we're further away from the Gamergate era where people exactly, are taking that yeah, type yeah. of thing seriously. I th- I associate cops now with like blue lives matter. So then it's like, Oh yeah. Like also, also, also not good. Thing, yeah. Also yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, uh, yeah, no, I know, yeah. But then, it, then it's like the 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 edginess factor. You don't want to, you don't want to associate those people. But there is, I always like the whole thing of just like mistakenly associating your something so as yourself with something horrific, but being the complete opposite. Like, I don't know, that in itself already sounds like that's literally like a, that's like a Mister Show ass sketch. Like, well, yeah, I think I, don't know. I think that's almost sort of the problem that we I, run into because the whole thing was sort of like I I think like to a certain extent like a meta commentary on the amount of people saying like yeah. oh what the thought police oh what are the thought police yeah. coming you know nineteen eighty four how Orwellian and it's just like 
yeah, let's just do a sh- let let's do a thing making yeah. fun of the fact that people keep doing it. And then they kept doing it more. And then it's like, how come our show isn't catching on more? Huh? How come our downloads are? <laughs> it's all their fault. Yes, it's all their <laughs> fault. No, I yeah. I think like I I don't care what it's called, but like just doing something else is also fun, you know, like well, it'd be I don't know. Cool. Hey, yeah, start just, doing like just some start making TikToks. Just start fucking around and filming TikToks. I mean, Grant, Grant is that. big on Kevin, TikTok. Kevin's uh, yeah. not Kevin's blue pilled on the TikTok, but I'm. I, I, I'm tic- I to be I'm fair, ticking, I'm talking. I ma- I made one single TikTok video recently, and it was like just this, this random idea I had for a video. It did well, and I was like, okay, yeah, it did good. You know, so like I I can I don't know like I, I can see an appeal to it because like I, I don't know I I like I just like making stuff and you know putting stuff out there because it's not just like you know clout chasing it's like there's a sense of like connection and also like I don't know you just want to you know obviously some some level of like validation too but I, I feel like you get more reactions on TikTok than you do on Twitter you know I have a funny yeah. thing about uh you know how low tax should be the CEO of YouTube <laughs> nobody likes it if I go on TikTok right now and say. Uh, you guys remember Lotex? He should be the CEO of uh, YouTube. Uh, I'll well, get the, like 400 likes. Nobody's going to nobody's gonna know who that is on TikTok. People know who it is. The nice thing about TikTok is the algorithm does force your content on strangers, whereas Twitter, it's just yeah. in your followers' feed. Right. Like, And then if people engage with it, maybe, but I don't fucking look the For You page, whereas TikTok's appeal mm. is seeing random shit. And the way TikTok's right. algorithm works is when you make a piece of content, it will push it in front of like a, a X amount of people and if people, st- if it has stickiness, then it pushes it more and more. And if people swipe immediately, it dies. So the more you engage with right. it, grows. But it's like, TikTok algorithm works. Like if something really clicks, it will fucking show up. So I, I think it's very healthy. And that's why you see TikTokers like will make the same video 10 different times, just trying to like make it stick or they'll, they'll iterate the same meme or format over and over. But again, Although like, yeah, sometimes seekers, that kind of yeah. sucks because then I'll be following a person like oh, yeah, pretty sucks, intently yeah. and I'll see the same video and I'll go, I don't care to keep listening yeah. to you. Thank you. Goodbye. You gotta, and, that, and that's why you got to block you mix these it people. around. Get them out of here. Yeah. 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 Just, bl- um, just be ruthless on TikTok. Though, speaking of engagement, though, let's bring back a, a classic. And by classic, I mean, we've done it twice. Segment on the show called Weird Comments. Uh, we have one this week, Grant. You want to pull that up? Yeah. So um, just to just to preface it so we've been we've been doing clips we've been making little tiktoks little reels little mm-hmm. shorts you know and uh we've been just getting the like the the weirdest um reactions to some of them because a lot of times there's no context for what we're talking about like the context is we do like a one and a half hour show every week and then we'll just like clip in the middle of like a thought just like hey this was kind of funny well, I'll leave like I'll, I'll like title them like what it was, but obviously nobody looks at that. So, yeah. Um, and then it'll just be, you know, so the the one that we put up that is now for this segment is the Jerry Seinfeld thing. And I had begun the thought process, as I always do, with the horse in front of the cart so that I can explain to people, hey, like, check out what's in this cart. Here's the horse. But like, there's a cart behind it. Right. As I do. And um, we were talking about the, the the Seinfeld photo shoot and how weird it was, because it's not enough just to be like, hey, that's weird. That's funny. You have to explain why it's weird and why it's funny and why there's like this weird. Have you seen this, Frank? Reaction to no. it. It was like a few months ago. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld was like all decked out in like Gucci or something like that. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's there's like a certain je ne sais quoi to it. And you're like, let me. Like, why is this so funny? Because it's like, 
there's this somberness and he's pulling it off, but this is also Jerry Seinfeld. And so he's not trying to be funny, but we're all laughing at it and yeah. we don't know why. Stop laughing. And so, yeah. And as we all know, stop laughing. And so I started in the video where we clipped it at the beginning. I say, this is the funniest man in America. And he's wearing these clothes and he's like giving this like blue steel look. And it's just a weird juxtaposition. And this is why everyone's like so fascinated by it. Like, and so the the comment that we get is someone says, Jerry Seinfeld is definitely not the funniest man in America. And it's just like, oh, yeah. What do you care? What? what yeah, it, yeah. Swipe, swipe left, sir. Swipe away. Whatever direction you're swiping in, swipe in the opposite direction. Get out of here. I love this stuff because... And like, I really like Instagram reels, (laughs) YouTube reels. I don't know if anybody's like watching who found us because of those. And if you are, leave a comment below. Like, let us know. There's got to be some. I mean, we're almost at 700 subscribers on YouTube. And that number has jumped pretty quickly within like the past month. Yeah. So it's got to be. I think that like, you know, these platforms for like the shorts, like the TikTok, Instagram reels, YouTube, it's like putting it out for like, like you said, like. Not just people who follow us, but to random whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's nice to see that people engage with our stuff, even if it's negative. You know, just they're just watching it to be like, oh, I hate these two corners. Yeah, I I feel like you're the sucker. Like whether or not you like it or not. Like if you don't like something, like just didn't close out of it. So if you're engaged with it, like it's like thank. Yeah. That's why I'm always like, yeah, thank, yeah, thank you. I appreciate any any comment. Like I I think like people should be way more commanding of their own time and it and like. I don't know. I, I just that's why I never understood people who leave negative comments. Like, just I don't. It's it's so weird. But I, I like the idea of them saying Jerry Seinfeld's not the funniest person, whatever. Because it's like you're missing the message of that post, right? Or right. It's like, and it's like it's, it's like, not even that long of a clip, and that's the one thing that you decided to jump yeah. on. And that to be what fair, about my no cap joke? Come on, guys. Hey now. Hey now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. To be fair, though, I mean that's uh. If you scroll on TikTok enough and you like go to people's comments and stuff like that, someone will like misspeak or something like that. And every single comment is like, hmm, oh, no, yeah. I, I do. I do. Mm. I do like TikToks because you'll find a lame video. But then it's like, OK, sometimes the comments are pretty good. But I don't yeah. know. You got it. Yeah, you got to be you got to be careful because if you stay on a lame ass video, TikTok will think you like it. And then that's why that's why you don't take the bait. Don't comment on videos you don't like because the algorithm will think you like it. So you just got to move on. Well, speaking of bait, I have another uh, new segment that I would like to introduce to the show. And uh, until this is a work in progress, until I can think of a better name for it, uh, this segment is called uh, TikTok Bait Questions. Sure. News so, to uh, me. I, w- I want to see where this goes. It's good. So, um, Frank, you, you say you're scrolling TikTok a lot. And, uh, yes. you know, you, do you see podcasts? pop up like people you know people in a room with microphones doing sort of this thing on see, tiktok live are like are like clips no not not on TikTok, like curated yeah. like clips yeah curated feel, podcast like, clips yeah because i follow a lot of like comedians so i'll see like comedians share their shit or or guests they'll guest on it but uh, yeah I'll, I'll see i'll see shit like that yeah yeah i guess not not necessarily comedians um but like just random podcasts podcasts you would never listen to and podcasts you've never heard of with people you've never seen have you do you ever like come across those i have once i ran into like three girls being like hi we're the something broads haha i'm like how this exists right exactly so the something broads that's a good example um the one thing that you notice about all of those the one thing that they have in common 
is that you listen to what they're talking about and the way that they're talking about it. And all of this stuff is uh, the one thing that they all have in common is that nobody listens to these shows. Like, yeah, we have a modest viewership, listenership. We got a couple hundred people, a couple hundred dedicated people. They listen to our episodes. But you see some of these videos that people take and they get like millions of views, millions of likes. And you're just like, you're reading off of Reddit. Like this is I can scroll Reddit and find the exact question. You're doing like, am I the asshole? And you're just reading that out loud. And there's a couple other people in the room with you. And it's like, you didn't even create this content. And like, so they're not like adding anything to the conversation. They're They're adding nothing. They're adding time to my life that brings me closer to the grave is what they're adding. So uh, my TikTok bait question uh, for today is, uh, what would you guys rather fight? 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Didn't somebody leave us a voicemail like this? Oh, probably. And then, like, you made fun of them or something? Yeah, it's a stupid question. Yeah. I don't know. It is a stupid question. I don't even want to fucking answer it. But I, will I would want to befriend them. I would befriend them all. The, the 100 things and the one big thing, I'd befriend them all. You'd befriend them all? Yeah, I'd be like, yo, what's up? And then we'd get, I'd feed them bread. That's how I get them to win. I'd be like, here's some bread. Do horses And then I'd film bread? it as a TikTok. You, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. I, guess. I mean, I, they can eat bread. They can eat anything. They'll eat shit off the ground. But, you know, I want to be I want to be the old guy at the park, like feeding the uh, horse sized duck bread. Well, it's not feeding them. Well, it's, I want to I want I don't want to fight, fight them. them. I don't want to fight them. Well, you yeah. have to. That's the option. That's the Reddit thing. That's uh, we all ask Neil deGrasse Tyson that question. Now we're all asking you that question, Kevin. What, which who would you rather fight? I, mean, I guess I would rather fight the horse sized duck. You're fighting the horse sized duck. Jesus Christ, man. That's my answer. That's it. Imagine if there was a podcast where we just did that the whole time. But and that's sucked, the clip right? we're Nobody use. would listen to that. Yeah, that's the clip we're going to use. Well, interesting segment, Grant. I'll give you that. Thank you. There will be more. <laughs> it's not going to get better. Uh, Grant, you got something on the dock here. It says elongate. What does that mean? <laughs> something you stretch your foreskin. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it look bigger. I didn't even realize that, but Elon Gate, when you... Oh, Ellen Gate, like Elon Musk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't realize that that made the word elongate, but that is... So if something actually does happen with Elon, a a large breach of information, you would call it elongate. Oh, oh, yeah. I actually, I wanted to... I'm glad you're bringing this up, Grant, because I know you you had a little problem on Twitter this week. Oh, my God. I, I finally... Uh, I've been enlightened to Kevin's position regarding blocking. Um, just just as a little bit of a spoiler, uh, a little bit of a treat. Did you all watch the 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 stupid bowl, as I call it? No, I didn't see it. Frank, do you watch the Super Bowl? No, I watched the, the Mario Brothers ball. commercial. I think that was it. So there was a Super Bowl this week. Um, some teams played sports ball. On the, the millionaires bashed their heads into each other and got CTE. That actually sounds kind of awesome when you put it that way. <laughs> That's the selling point, I think. Um, and one person that was in attendance was Mr. Elon Musk, the uh, the uh, overlord of Twitter. That is so and awesome. He tweeted out. Um, I don't actually know what he says. I don't. I don't have the tweet here. But he tweeted, uh, "Happy Super Bowl, everybody." Go team. And uh, okay. he didn't get very many likes. He thought this this will do them. They're going to love this. Happy Super Bowl. 
So let me get this and, straight. They invite him to the Super Bowl and he makes some glib comment about it. What a yeah, fucking, I can't remember. No, no I'm, I'm being facetious, but he did do something that was like, oh, uh, I thought you go, said, I thought that was the exact whatever, wording. He team. was like, no, he didn't. Go sports. Exactly. I love go team. Go local team. You know, whatever people say. He he did like, uh, oh, go Eagles or whatever. And then he like deleted it or whatever. And then I think uh, that's the one he deleted. Yeah, uh, he deletes a lot of tweets. Um, but at the same time, uh, Joe Brandon also tweeted about the Super Bowl and uh, a tweet from the president who has 37 million followers. Joe Brandon only has 37 million followers wow. generated 29 million impressions. Let's gas this. Come uh, on, guys. A, a similar tweet from Musk, who has 128 million followers. Uh, sound, sounds like he bought them. Um, generated little more than 9.1 million impressions. That's not good. The guy bought the site. He paid $200 trillion for it. And yeah, he only got want to have more, nine more impressions million impressions. Yeah. So, uh, Hey, he Elon called, Musk, here's an impression for you. Smoking. You can have that for free. <laughs> he called, uh, he called the engineers in to work, uh, for for a uh, last minute meeting, uh, he was like everybody. He he like picked up the big red phone, you know, and he was like yeah, everybody. The city uh, of Townsville t- phone. Yeah, Avengers assemble. He said, and so all of the uh, the three people that still work at Twitter uh, all woke up and ran to work. And he was like, "Fix this! Not enough people are seeing my tweets. Not enough. Not enough people like me." I want to be at the top of everyone's news feed. And uh, he, the monkey paw curled. And the next day, everyone woke up to this, uh, this image. Um, let me see if I can uh, throw this in like the chat or something, if there's a chat on here. But um, this image of y'all know, like the, the meme of like, oh, God, I don't know if this is from like a, a porn or from what, but it's like the woman feeding the other woman milk and she's like holding her ponytail oh, okay. she's like feeding her milk and uh everyone woke up and saw this this tweet and it says the the milk feeder girl it, it says elon's tweets and the the girl who's d- drinking the milk um with the ponytail it says twitter that is creepy i i don't know any other word to describe it besides creepy um it got a hundred and 66.9 million views so okay it it worked some like e-bombs world ass shit like that's yeah for real for real like straight off of fucking like facebook you know it's just it's facebook it's reddit. i don't know about it's, that it's, it's like reddit tier fucking humor it's ha- have a down dude <laughs> Elon. some rotten.com kind of stuff it's bad it's it's i i think i see a nine gag uh oh he forgot logo to remove in the, the corner he forgot yeah. to remove the nine gag watermark. he's got the, the, the black and yellow eye funny down there bro <laughs> the one that zwick adds to all his posts on purpose <laughs> <laughs> he goes and puts them on there manually and everyone myself included was like no fuck this i can't do it anymore and we all blocked him now he has no followers because everyone's blocking him so kevin we all owe you an apology because you were correct that's right we were all afraid of the difference in opinion but um at the end of the day the opinion was uh the fucking i funny watermark 
Well, keep in mind he might he might post a picture of you and call you a coward, though. Just be aware that could happen. You know what? If it gets me more followers, uh, go go for it. So the problem is, though, Grant, you're still seeing his tweets, though, from what I understand. Yeah, I don't know if that's like uh, the server needs to catch up or whatever. But like, as soon as I blocked him, I was like, the tweet was still popping up. And I was like, make it stop. Make it. I was the the guy at the end of the uh, the white Christmas episode of. uh, Oh, yeah. um, Black Mirror. John Black Mirror, who was like smashing the radio and I turn around and the radio is still on and I smash the radio and I turn around and the the fucking tweet is still there and I smash the tweet and I turn around and the Elon tweet is still there and I can't get rid of it. That's what I was like. It's got to be a legacy block. You had to block him before he bought the site. Maybe. I don't know if it's still happening or not, but it was weird. Very strange. It was like an episode of freaking Black Mirror. It's kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Positively Orwellian. So that's it. That's the news for today. This is like freaking 1984. Uh, that being said, let's listen to some listener voicemails. 312-788-7361 or send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. We got... Oh, there we go. Thought we lost you for a second. Me? I thought I lost myself. No, my Zoom just disappeared when you did that. I thought my... Oh. Uh, anyway. For a minute there, you lost yourself. Just like Tom York. Just for a minute. Uh, here we go. Hello, Kevin and Grant. You have caught me in traffic, so I thought I'd take this opportunity to call in. Hello. Uh, first off, thanks a lot for the compliments on my voice. They are like crack to me and a great way to ensure that I will keep calling in. So keep doing that if you want me to uh, keep doing that. Okay. Also, Sound uh, great, man. I saw your Resident Evil 4 video. Great stuff. A little disappointing in that it did not piss me off at all as promised, but instead I agreed with pretty much everything you said. Uh, but now you're not doing your video rant sona. I just want to know, why is Resident Evil 4 the best game of all time? What is your expert opinion on what makes it the greatest game of all time? As we know, it is. All right. Uh, call me back. Don't call him back this time. This is how he we almost, got in this problem in the first place. You almost had me for a second there. But uh, so, Frank, is this a video you did? Resident Evil 4? Uh, I streamed it. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is very good, though. Uh, for its time, it introduced third person over the shoulder shooting. It, it would have been in other games, but I like the permanent progression of it. It's fun to shoot the zombies. It's way more action oriented. It's very satisfying to suplex zombies, to kick them, to pick up gold. Oh, they're not zombies. They're, uh, oh, yeah. They're La Mucho. They're Spanish people. I don't know what they call them. Uh, 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 I forget. Spanish. But, uh, Spaniards. Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very, very good. Uh, it's not my yeah. favorite Resident Evil, but I understand the mainstream appeal of it. But it is so satisfying just upgrading your weapons and that shit. Like, I love it. What's your favorite version? GameCube, Wii, PS4? Well, I I played it. Well, there's going to be a remake of it, like, next month. But in Resident Evil 4, oh, yeah. I played it most recently. There's a 4K PC mod of it that's really, really good. But it'll nice. be... It's going to be weird because the remake's going to, like, override it. But even then, like, I don't know. It's still good. But my favorite Resident Evil is still... Fuck, Resident Evil 2 might take it now because of that remake. But Resident Evil good, 1... Yeah. Yeah, like the Resident Evil 1 GameCube remake, but I still love the cheesiness of the PS1 Resident Evil. For some reason, like I, I, I could not. I, I tried to get into the first Resident Evil so many times, and I just I couldn't wrap my head around the fucking inventory system. Even in the new version. Oh, where, it's so fun. Where it's supposed to be simplified, I still couldn't wrap my head around it. Yeah. I've never played any of these games. Maybe oh, I should. Yeah. I don't, like, so, I, don't, I don't like being scared, so I don't like... Yeah, we, we learned that last, last week, so, yeah. 
Resident Evil 4 is good because it's like the least survival. But like the like Resident Evil 4 is more of an action movie than survival horror. Like it's it's yeah. so over the top silly. And again, just jump in fresh next month when the when the remake comes out. Sure. I want to get uh Metroid Prime too because I haven't so uh, I never played that. So, it's a lot of stuff that I missed out on. Here's the next voicemail. Now, this is for your ICP clown Frank how he's going to be on the show. First of all, I want to claim that I'm the first smoker and will ever be the first smoker. And secondly, Molly Moon is my girl, and that's about it. Also, go check out Frank Howley on TikTok. Bye. Wow. 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 I'll follow you right now. Wow. Holy shit. Um, we ran into, uh, on YouTube, there's a kid named Juggalo Ryder who uh, his username is Smoker the Joker, and he made this diss track saying that he was the first smoker, um, which I debate because I think I'm the first smoker. But uh, so I don't know. It's, it's up for debate who the first smoker is, but I'm taking that title. Um, and uh, Molly Moon, if you're if you're on the fence about TikTok, I think only- I actually showed Kevin this video. Oh, yeah. Um, and he said, oh, this is good, but the rest of it's garbage. But, oh, yeah. oh, 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 yeah, I, yeah. I know who this is. Yeah, she's funny. Yeah. Molly Moon's the best. She also has a $5 all-you-can-eat-only fans, which is the best deal in the history of the website. Most OnlyFans... All-you-can-eat? What do you mean? All-you-can-eat. There's no paywall. So a lot of times on, on OnlyFans, if you subscribe to a model, you you it's basically just signing up for a newsletter because you still have to pay for individual content. A lot of times, OnlyFans will have like photos or small videos, but like the juicy shit, like hardcore sex scenes or whatever the fuck, it's like t- pay $10 to unlock or pay 20 bucks to unlock. Molly Moon, it's five bucks a month. You get it all. So it's like well, she it's she a, has like, like she has that kind of stuff on there. Yes, she has boy girl scenes. It's she's the best. She's the best. I love Molly Moon. I mean, uh, uh, and her and her comedy's pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, her TikTok's great. I'm serious. I support her. It's like it's like subscribing to a Patreon or something. Um, but yeah, check out Molly Moon. You won't be disappointed. Frank, are you? Do you consider yourself to be a juggalo? Yeah, yeah, unabashedly so. I like it for yeah. Do you do you feel like that like started ironically? Like were because I I've seen you like yes. don the face paint and everything. Was it like like a yeah. ha ha? These guys are well, silly. No, I feel like originally when I when I discovered ICP fandom online, people were so aggressively defensive for being into ICP, which is like wh- who cares? Like instead, became so funny to like explore the fan base, and then I actually yeah. met people who were juggalos and like. I actually like I don't know when the flick turned, but it's like I think I realized that they, they that even insane clown posse didn't take themselves seriously. And once you recognize that, it's like oh, this is fucking awesome. And then yeah, during it was even before a pandemic, but like I I I went off the deep end and like read their books. I went through all the music. I saw them. Li- it's like I fully was like no, oh I get it now. And then because I recognized that they got into hip hop because they were wrestling fans and like. They they approach hip hop from the same point of view as like a wrestler. Like ICP is their gimmick. They they make themselves appear bigger than they are, harder than they are. They hype themselves up like wrestlers. They shoot promos like wrestlers. Like it it is so fucking cool and sick. And they have done wrestling in WCW and WWE. Um, that yeah, they're they're so fucking funny. Their social media game is on point. Like ICP is uh like they don't make good music now, but their original '90s shit is actually pretty good. Um, Great Malenko is really good. Riddle Box is good. Uh, <laughs> I love the name. Jekyll. Man. Oh, it's so good. The the Jekyll Brothers is good. Uh, the Wraith. No, Shangri La is good. So there, there's actually it's like the Aquabats, but basically. But uh, that's, it's that's good. a very like, like very ICP. interesting comparison. Yeah, our yeah. Uh, our editor is a juggalo, so I'm sure he'll listen back to this and 
Or he's oh, like, he's yeah. in the chat. He's, he's in the chat right now. now. Zwick, yeah. are you there? Um, you, you, no, can, Zwick, you can unmute yourself. No, Zwick, t- uh, we don't want to hear you. Now, um, I want to hear if he has anything to say about Juggalos. Yeah, Zwick, enlighten us. Quickly, what do you think of the movie God? Big Money Hustlers? And do you think they should review it on Fire Bros? So I, I tried to watch Big Money Rustlers, which was the cowboy western, and I just couldn't get into it. But I've I seen that to watch one. the original. That one is garbage. Okay. I will I will stand okay, by so then, okay. good. ladies and gentlemen. Okay, good to know. So I, I will need to watch Big Money Hustlers because I accidentally started with Rustlers and I was like, oh, this sucks ass. But okay, I'll check out Hustlers. But I but if even Big Money Hustlers was made during their peak, whereas Rustlers came out way later after they kind of lost that edge. So I, I think Hustlers would be sick. I mean, I've seen the scene that's like I'm in an ape suit, motherfucker. I don't give a shit or I don't give a fuck. Like, that's that's good. Yeah. So, yeah, he wants us to like review it for like our Patreon show. Um, and again, yeah, I, I, I don't give know. it a shot. I've seen the cowboy one. Um, I watched it with a friend in college who also was a juggalo. Can't say I cared for it, but apparently it's bad. But you know what? It I'm sucks. A, I'm not a juggalo. I don't find that stuff interesting personally. But like, if you guys say the other movie's good, though, I mean, hell, I might check it out. I'm willing to be proven wrong. Um, I've heard that comparison made before, um, like, I don't, I don't know how widespread it is, but the, um, the, the, the link between like wrestling and hip hop and how it's like a little bit of like the, the worlds are a little bit intertwined, like in, like in wrestling, there's certain up and coming rappers will be baby faces and then you have people that go heel and that there's yep. this whole like uh, intermingling of the worlds that sort of like either I don't know if it's spoken or unspoken or if it just like borrows from it or whatever. E- e- even uh, uh, Rick Rubin, who coached the Beastie Boys, he was a hardcore wrestling fan and they would do promos like the Beastie Boys are the hardest fucking crew in New York. Like it is, being a rapper, you have to be your own hype man. You have to fucking like be a gimmick, live the gimmick, like all that. It's absolutely the same. Like. Yeah, and even with feuding we make or, promos like, for thought cops like that. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking like, about. Yeah, I was just thinking about how I'd be very bad at that. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. uh. But that's that. Yeah. Just be, be you ten thousand percent. Like it'd be the same thing if Bob Odenkirk had to make a TikTok to promote Mister Show. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm Bob, and we have a show on HBO. I mean, if you watch their their fucking HBO promos. It's 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 so fucking funny. It's hey, we're Mr. Show. We come on after Real Six. So after you get busy masturbating, come watch our show. It's like it's so they're so fucking funny, but it's the same shit. It's the same shit. Yeah, we, we, we I feel like a lot of people like pull a lot from like the wrestling scene in terms of like just being a showman or like a showboat, you know, or at least like playing a character, playing it up a lot. So I mean, like to, even to some I mean, to some extent, it's like I, I've I've said like on this show, I play a quote unquote character which is just a slightly dumber version of myself in real life. I play the dumb guy that sometimes uh, goes back around to uh, having maybe a cogent thought. And then people are like, how did you come up with that? And I go, I don't know what you're talking about. Always the enigma. Anyway, if that inspired you, give us a call 312-788-7361 or send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, get that backlog of bonus content and be a part of the episode in our live recording chats, head on over to patreon.com slash thought cops. I want to give a shout out to one of our older patrons this week, Jim from drink a beer and play a game who has been a patron ah. since August of 2020. So thank you, Jim. Wow. Also been on Thanks, the show a Jim. few times. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Frank, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure talking to you finally at last. Yeah, dude. 
No, thank you guys. I apologize. I felt like I hit like a caffeine crash the second half of the show, but no, no really it was cool. I started really talking cool about Elon to. Musk and I think everybody stopped listening. No, honestly, the, the, the news, duck so. shit turned me off so much. I know that's a bit, <laughs> but like, I hate that shit. It I worked. Never yeah, 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 yeah. It worked so much. You I know got baited, it wasn't bro. like, I get the idea. So it's like, it's not, I yeah, get yeah. that. Like, I get it, but it just is like, I right. can never. Oh yeah, it's awful. That shit. I I'm going it, to I keep it. doing I it. it. I love creating walls. No, I, I, I think, think like, it's a good not thing like the Donald Trump of. walls, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I cannot wait for more of those each and every week. Grant, I'm just going to reddit.com and just reading the first oh, post. That and that's I why I hate Reddit. The ask Reddit shit. So it's so fuck. I hate it's. Yeah. yeah, no, I get, I get it. It, it makes me puke. I mean, just I like it. TikTok, there's good, like, wormholes yeah. of reddit where you know it's like oh yes. this could be useful you know our slash home improvement and i'm not talking the tim allen one like <gasps> the ones where it's like here's how to actually fix a leaky faucet and you're like this is very i would never find <sighs> this anywhere yeah no that's why i like uh explain like i'm five or no stupid questions like there right, actually is yeah. good stuff but ask reddit let me see if i just look at the top i'm trying to find another at lame ass like i don't know it's yeah. It's all like a bunch of fourteen-year-olds that are like, uh, "Guys, what what's uh, something that you think is attractive about a woman?" And it's oh like, no, the top the top question is, "Boys, be honest. What do you not tell girls about sex?" It's like these are all people who've never had see, sex. I yeah, exactly. Yes, one hundred percent. Speaking You're of the internet, though, a, yeah, I'm just gonna say before we, before, <laughs> before we sign off, Frank, if you can tell people where they can find you on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit. all that good stuff. Yeah, no, uh, Frank Howley, just search it on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, whatever the fuck. Uh, uh, no, feel free to pop if if you even listen to this episode, and if you're already even connected to my networks, feel free to pop into a Twitch stream and say, listen to it. I will be glad to blast the, this link to everything. But no, I, I uh, yeah, I feel like I, I make myself like the most accessible person online. People are always welcome to come to the Twitch chat, ask me anything. People are welcome to DM me. If we Brian and I have our own Big Dogs Discord uh discord.gg slash big dog 69 is the is the magic portal to get in but no i don't know like <laughs> i'm very accessible i'm very online uh i'm very open so i don't know but I, I am having fun with tiktok as like kind of a it's like doing new game plus it's so funny like starting fresh on a new platform where you kind of don't have a following and uh being so carefree with it is pretty nice but yeah you know i'm i'm everywhere and then support no clip no clip but we also have a patreon we're working on so many projects. I'll be at PAX East in Mar- next month, March. Um, so I don't know. It's uh, it's cool. And then, yeah, Kevin Grant, if you guys are in SoCal, let me know. I'd be happy to, to meet up or show you guys cool shit. And then yeah, yeah. I yeah, do want to go to Chicago. Likewise. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been out there. So I'm overdue. Yes. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you for listening. And we will see you on, on the, the other, other side. side.